Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So me and Aiden are going to be talking about this Cowboys game a little bit. A very, very thrilling performance by the 49ers. One that they probably should have won this game by a lot more. But overall, like it's playoff football. You just got to win. Nothing else really matters. You go and you get the W and you move on and you advance. Um, and then we're going to be kind of previewing this Packers game a little bit. Um, and we'll probably split this into a couple segments later in the week. But Aiden, how do you feel about the, or how did you feel right after the game ended in Dallas this Saturday or Sunday? In one word, I felt relieved. Uh, Niners, you you mentioned it, probably should have won by 10 to 15. Uh, they were up, I think it was a 16-point game at one point, um, and they were running the ball at, at will, and they let the Cowboys get back into it. Cowboys, I think, had two possessions, down six, uh, to try to get a win, weren't able to do it. But I think you you hit it right on the head. A win is a win during during the playoffs, and I'm super excited uh, to watch the Niners play for another Saturday. Um, and I love the matchup against the Packers this week. Yeah, so I think this Cowboys game was a little bit interesting for some people, but I do have to kind of toot my own horn on this one. If you remember, Aiden, I said I think this is one where you want the game to be about Dak coming back and Dak going out and winning it. And I said, I think he's going to struggle. And I even talked about how great I think the receivers are. And Dak was was pretty terrible. Like, Jimmy was bad too. Jimmy had the horrendous interception, a couple missed balls. But early on, Jimmy was very effective, and that's how they got out to a big lead. Dak was not good throughout the game. He was skipping a bunch of throws. Uh, you look at the end of the game where Cedric Wilson is wide open and he throws him a pretty bad ball where he has to come over and make a diving play, doesn't come up with it. There are so many plays in that game where you can go back to and you can go, man, if Dak just has a couple of these plays that go a different way, the game could look completely different. Uh, the Cowboys played extremely reckless, a ton of penalties. I know that some people were mad about the uh, Jawan Jennings like peel back block. I don't know if you saw this one. Randy Gregory punched Debo in the head on a play. So I was like, all right, guys, like it's just a phys- it's a physical playoff football. That's just, that's I don't know if we're going to get mad about the Jawan Jennings pullback. Like, yeah, of course, he's going to be bringing it. He's going against Trayvon Diggs. Like there's probably a lot of talking going on. So overall, this was a game where the Niners just came out and punched the Cowboys in the mouth. The, the opening drive was that had to be the best opening drive of the entire season. That was really, really good. Now you could look back into a couple of the games where they was like against the Jags and stuff where they had they just ran out the ran out the clock for like 10 minutes but in terms of chunk play after chunk play they were gashing the the Cowboys defense and then the Cowboys defense came back and they showed why they're one of the better defenses in the league overall though the Niners defensive line without Nick Bosa was able to really come away with this one the linebacking core this is the first week where we've got to see all of those linebackers there Fred ends up going down late but when they were all in the field they were flashing making plays all over the place Drake Greenlaw he has been great since he's come back from injury. Having Aziz back was huge as well. But you really saw the the like dominance and the depth of the 49ers uh, front seven. And they rattled Dak. They completely rattled Dak. Uh, the secondary, the last month, has been the best month of the secondary. And, and you're really seeing a team peak at the best part of the year. They get away with this one. I don't think the score shows how, how the 49ers performed in that game. Because they should have won by double digit points. Like that's one of them where they get away. It gets away. Jimmy has a couple of plays. Like they, if you, if he hits the Ayuk one, he doesn't throw an interception. I think this score is completely different. Um, it's going to be really hard for the Cowboys to come back if that, if those things don't happen. Um, but overall, I mean, this was a huge win. The 
domination in the trenches is what is going to end up, you know, deciding if the 49ers make a Super Bowl run. And this was a huge first step. So how are you feeling about it right now? The Niners are so dang physical, uh, where a lot of these other teams are trying to spread it out, throw the ball everywhere. Kyle's like, no, I want to run the ball 30 times a game. I'm fine getting three and a half yards of carry. Um, and he's zigging when everybody else is is zagging. And the Niners are really just they teams don't really know how to react. And they're they're the kind of physical where if it gets in the third, fourth quarter, it starts to wear on you a little bit. Uh, Debo's touchdown run right after the, the K one pick, like they just weren't ready for the speed after he'd been running through tackles. He just ran like through two, two guys who I don't think really had a large interest in making the, the tackle on, on Debo in the open field. Obviously it's super tough. Um, but you, you mentioned Dak struggling. I think that Dak deserves a fair amount of criticism for this game, but this Niners defense, I think that was the most impressive game out of them this entire season. Um, I think for every negative that you're going to give Dak, you got to give the this this Niners defense just as big of a positive. They had their two best players go down, held them to 17 points. Ambry Thomas was so good. Um, he was better than than Mosley. I thought Mosley played a little bit soft, especially in that first half, but he settled in. Uh, he made a hit at, at the start of, of the second half that I think settled him, him in, and he was a lot better throughout uh, i think he led the niners in in tackles i think he had 12 tackles or something like that uh but ambry thomas has been huge kyle i think during training camp said that he didn't expect every thomas to see the field and if he did like the niners were going to be in trouble um and for him to be really the best corner on on the field on sunday in a pivotal playoff game against cd lamb and amari cooper that's pretty darn impressive um, obviously drag Greenlaw and, and Aziz being both healthy was so big with, with Fred going down. Aziz has been so huge this entire season with Dre missing that many games. Fred goes down. Defense didn't really skip a beat. Arden key. Um, I'm going to butcher Charles's last name. Um, um, Menehu had one and a half sacks, um, really like makes that that six round pick that that the Niners traded for him instantly worth it just for those like second half pass rushing snaps. Kevin Givens came in and, and played super well. Um, DJ Jones had a super impressive sack, just like makes me super excited for the Niners going forward. And although Dak deserves a ton of criticism, did not play his 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 best game. It was an awesome game but by the 49ers. D'Amico did such a good job drawing up blitzes, um, especially that fourth and 11. I love the all-out blitz call because it led to Dak kind of throwing off the, the back foot. I thought it was a pretty dang good throw with people in his face off his back foot to even have it hit. Um, I forget who it was, but his, his, his receiver had it hit him in the hands. Maybe should have made the catch. Would have been a tough catch, um, but I thought Dak played okay. Like even, even next year, I think Dak is a very solid quarterback. He's maybe a little bit overpaid, but everyone is um, going to be paid that way pretty soon. The Dallas is just ahead of, of the curve, similar to how uh, the Niners were with, with Jimmy, but um, super impressive by the defense. And they, you, you mentioned peaking at the right time. They are peaking at the right time, um, but have a major test next week uh going up against who we i i think the mvp of of the league uh back to back which is going to be super exciting to see 
Yeah, I mean, this is this was a really, really great performance by this defense. Um, and really, this just the trenches in general. Uh, we saw My- Michael Parsons wasn't a huge factor. Like, he wasn't. And and he's a guy that I think that a lot of people are super scared. And then some people um, before were like, oh, well, Trent Williams is just going to neutralize him. Well, no, that's not really possible because he's going to move around the, de- the defensive line. But for the most part, the, de- the offensive line did a very good job um, in the second level. I was talking about those those gash plays for Elijah Mitchell. However, a lot of the credit does have to go to Mitchell too, and not just the O line. He had over, I think, eighty five yards uh, or over eighty yards after contact in a playoff game against one of the best defenses in the league from a six round rookie. So, ton of credit to him. You brought up Charles Ominahu, um, and I was going to end up bringing him up because, dude, just just this game is worth moving a six round pick. That doesn't mean that just this game is is over, you know, is worth more than a player. However, you're going to get comp picks. You're going to see stuff where you like you end up getting those late round picks back. And for him to come in and that's like your deadline move. And then we see Nick Bosa go out and he comes out here and has that extraordinary performance. That was amazing to see. So props to him because that's probably got to be the coolest moment of his sports career life right now. I mean, he was great. Three, I think it was three quarterback hits in a sack and a half. And he was he was in the backfield. He was making plays. He was a very, very good player um, on Sunday. So, ton of credit to him. But you also talked about, you know, now you're up against in this intense matchup now against the the Green Bay Packers against Aaron Rodgers, and we've seen this with the with the Rams and the Packers that a lot of 49er fans are like, hey, we own the Packers, we own the Rams. Those are the two teams, right? Well, now the 49ers are in a spot where they could potentially be playing the Packers and then the Rams obviously determining how that Bucks rams game ends out. But for this Packers game, they are absolutely absolutely going to have their work cut out for them. Now, the biggest question, or the three biggest questions are Jimmy Garoppolo, a, uh, Fred Warner, and Nick Bosa. Now, Jimmy has a shoulder injury and going to have to keep tabs on this. Some people are saying that there's a chance Trey Lance starts. I'm not going to go there. I feel like it's not that likely because he is expected to practice this week. So I'm expecting Jimmy Garoppolo to play. However, it is worth noting that that it could be there is a chance that Trey Lance starts, which is crazy because I don't think that we I don't I didn't see the play where he he had a shoulder injury. But those three guys, I would expect them all to play. However, if they don't, obviously a lot of stuff just changes. Your offense changes a bunch if you don't have Jimmy and you have Trey Lance. Defensively, you're gonna really need Fred Warner and Nick Bosa in this one. Um, but for this game, we brought up how the trenches were so great uh, last Sunday. They're going to have to show up this week, and they're going to have to rattle Aaron Rodgers. They're going to have to stop the Packers from being able to run the football, and they are going to need to take advantage of a matchup that they have a huge, huge advantage in, which is in the run game, which is in that offensive line against the Packers' defensive line and linebackers. They need to be able to run the ball down their throat and that is the clear recipe. And we talk about, I feel like we talk about this every week. Oh, the 49ers need to go out there. They need to run the ball down this team's throat. But there have been some matchups where it's like, hey, you need to actually take advantage of these corners outside. In this game, we want to see what it looked like in the 2019 NFC Championship game. And this team has a better offensive line. They have a better running back. I believe that. Now, yes, Raheem Mostert had you know an amazing performance against that Packers team. But Elijah Mitchell has been better in this year than than uh, Mostert was in 2019 through the duration of the year. You have Debo Samuel. You have Brandon Ayuk. Your offense is more explosive than it was in 2019. And this Packers run defense, yes, it's better. 
but we have to remember that in 2019, it was like so atrociously bad. It's still really, really bad right now. In most categories, like rushing yards per carry, they're average, they're allowing like four and a half yards per carry. I think you said before we started Aiden, they're like 28th in explosives. Like they are so low on every single category. They're in 28th, 29, 30, 31, 32. Like they are dead last in some of the categories in terms of rushing uh, run defenses. So this is one where, guess what? You're going to need to take control of time of possession. You're going to need to rattle Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to try to neutralize Devontae Adams as much as you can. Kind of fingers crossed that the weather is going to do that because it's going to be a freezing game. But this is one where usually like you look at these games where you have a one seed against a six seed. I I think that the 49ers should probably be favorited in this one just based off of recent performances. One from Aaron Rodgers against a lot of similar defenses that the Niners have and against these dominant defensive lines in the playoffs. But also... The Packers should not be able to slow the Niners' run game down. Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell should have field days on Saturday. So, I don't know. They're like six-point favorites right now. I would hammer 49ers' money line. I would hammer 49ers' alt line. Um, that's what I did last week, and it worked out great. <laughs> but I, I really think that's what what that the, the case should be this weekend because I think that this is one where look at it, and it might be one to six, but I'm I think the 49ers should win. I think the Niners can win. I don't think that that they should be favored. Um, I don't think that they beat this this Packers team more than four times out of ten. I think that that the Packers are more complete. They're a little bit healthier. Um, obviously, I'm assuming Bosa, Fred play, but they have David Bakhtiari back. Um, this is a really good Packers team, and I think that this is why they they drafted AJ Dillon. Um, I think he's going to get 25 carries. It's going to be like 15 degrees and snowing during during the day. Um, he's a bigger back. And this Niners run defense has been awesome over the past 10 weeks, like best in, in the NFL over that stretch. Um, but you're going to have to allocate resources uh, to stopping Devontae Adams and, and, and Rodgers through the air. Rodgers has been around long enough that he knows how to play during during the cold. Um, he's, he's going to be fine. Like he, their, their, their offense is going to run, um, at, at full speed. But I think that this is why they, they drafted Dylan. Um, and I, if, if it is really going to be that cold, I don't know what's stopping the, the Packers from putting eight in the box and saying, Jimmy beat us for, for four quarters. Um, that's not what, what they did last time. That might be what they do this time. I think Kyle obviously has pivots around that where he can scheme people open. Um, but that's what I would do if I was the Packers. I saw the the Niners run for 250 on me last time we we met in the the playoffs. Uh, so I'm gonna try something else. Um, and this Packers team is really really good. Uh, I think that if they get past the the Niners, they will win the NFC. Um, and I think that they're favored to win the entire Super Bowl, according to uh, Vegas as of right now. I think that they passed the the Chiefs. And I think that that first round bye um, is not something that you can overlook. I think getting a week off um, after an extra week of, of regular season is really big, especially because they um, rested their starters at halftime of that week 18 game. So they've really had like a week and a half off. And for a, a veteran-laden team, Rodgers is a major veteran. Adams is probably approaching 30, uh, which is weird because I feel like he's 
um, only been a top tier receiver for the last three, four years, but he, it, it took him a little while to break out. Um, so I think he's older than people give him credit for. Um, so yeah, not going to say Niners should be favored. Um, but I think the Niners should win. They match up well. And I'd rather play the, the Packers in, in Lambeau where Jimmy doesn't have to play in a dome and throw the ball 35 times to win. Um, Jimmy in the cold is very similar to Jimmy in perfect weather. Um, I would, I'd rather play the, the Packers in, in Lambeau this week than go to Tampa or go to SoFi again. Rams looked really good last week. Um, and the Bucks. given, I, I just don't want to play Tom Brady during, during the playoffs, man. I'm, I'm fully there with you. That's like, and the thing is, I think the Bucks match up pretty good against the Niners too, but you're talking about this this Packers matchup, and you brought up that you think that they are going to come out of the NFC if they win this week. I agree. I, I also think that is the case. I think the Packers team is really, really good. Uh, a couple guys coming back, Bakhtiari. Um, I think, wasn't Zedarius Smith out for a while? He's coming back. Uh, Jair Alexander, obviously. Yeah, th- this will be his, his first week of the entire year. See, that Zedaria is huge. Smith. I also at the same time kind of wonder like when you get a lot of guys back, it does kind of throw you like it, in a way it does throw you out of rhythm a little bit. Um, now I'm still taking as a plus for the Packers. You're getting star players back. Like that is, you're not, you're, I don't know like if they're going to be at strength in this one. So that would be my big question there. But I mean, looking at this matchup though, Aiden, you're still, so you're still thinking that the, the Packers have a slight advantage and they should be favored because the only reason I don't is I look at, yes, A.J. Dillon, that's a huge factor. And I think that's a good point because you bring up 2019, and I think that was something where I was like, all right, we got to be able to like establish something on the ground in some of these spots. Not to to knock Aaron Jones. He's a great player, but he's not really a, oh, let's just pound the rock and let's just go slowly pick up a few yards every time. I, I think that this is a tough one. I think for A.J. Dillon, you're going against the best linebacking core in the league. Is it far-fetched to call the Niners that? I don't think so. And the big question is, is Fred going to be healthy? But this is probably one of the deepest – this is probably the deepest linebacker core in the league. And, yes, they might not have the the superstars like the Bucks do with Levante, David, um, and, and Devin White. But, like, you have three guys that have played extremely well this year. And I think it's a horrible matchup for your offensive run game you're going to be able to move the ball. You're going to be able to get the ball to Adams. But that's been the case for every single game that the Niners have played in. I just think defensively, this is this is kind of like a nightmare scenario, scenario for the Packers. I think the 49ers are the last team you want to play in the NFL if you're the Packers, which is crazy because obviously you have the Bucks, you have the Chiefs, you have a ton of talented teams and teams that are overall probably better than the Niners. But I just think this was one where I'd be terrified. I don't think anybody wants to play the Niners. I don't think anybody wants to see this physical team walk into your building with their boombox on on the shoulder. And you got you got to tackle Debo Samuel twenty times a game, Elijah Mitchell twenty times a game with Trent Williams blocking, and then that that defense on on the other side. I don't think anybody wants any part of of the the Niners because they're not they're not the most talented team left, but. They they will make a seemingly easy game very very muddy, and they've won a lot of games this year where maybe you shouldn't beat this team talent wise, um, but you kind of muddy it up and you win tight late. Um, so I think if it's close going into the fourth, the Niners have a significant edge. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, one other thing I'll bring up, actually, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm still terrified of Aaron Rodgers late in the games, but, but one other thing I'll bring up is the week three game. That was a, that was a team where that this is just a completely different 49ers team. So I think that's a factor as well. You had so many different guys playing, but you know, with all that stuff said, going to wrap it up right now. Final thing I want to ask you, Aiden, what's your score prediction in this one? It's going to be cold. Um, and I'm never going to pick against the Niners. Uh, I'm going to go 27-24, 49ers pull it out. Robbie Gold kicks a game-winning field goal. Po- poetic justice for week three. I'm going to go 31-24, 49ers win but I don't think it's as close as the score is like this last week. I don't know. I think, I think the Niners have a huge edge. I I, I won't be like this if they're playing the Bucks. I'm going to tell you that I probably would think they're going to lose, but, but I do think this is a game where they have a significant advantage. And I feel like there's a couple teams in the league that the 49ers match up really well against. And I think the Packers have consistently been there because I just, they, they consistently don't hang with the Niners run game. I mean, you saw Trey Sermon have a good game earlier in the year. We've seen Trey Sermon in like three months and now he was injured, but like we still haven't really seen him on the field. So I don't know. This is one, and maybe I'm totally wrong and the Packers go out and Aaron Rodgers balls out. Props to him if he does. I mean, I think he's MVP too, but we'll see how it all plays out. But I think it's gonna do it for today's episode. Um, we'll be talking 49ers football after this game, whenever, whenever it ends. Um, I'll probably do a recap real quickly after, but probably nothing else for the the rest of this week. Just kind of doing one, you know, longer episode every week for the Niners. Uh, going to talk about you know some potential coaches that could move on after the season ends, but just kind of going through these games until the season ends, and then we'll start getting into off-season, off-season stuff after that. But with all that said, hopefully the 49ers go into Lambeau and then come away with a massive win, and we'll be in the NFC Championship game next weekend. But with all that said, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon.